radioinfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. It's Monday. Frank. We're going to get yes, right into it because that's what we're going to do today, Frank. It's just crazy. I can't wait to hear what you have ready for us, Tracy. Oh, goodness. Um, AZ Informer, Arizona Informer, good friend of the show, amazing researchers, fantastic people. Did a thread yesterday, and there's a little follow-up to it, so we'll go through both. Something very strange is happening with big corporations, Frank. What's happening? Out of nowhere, they're all sending opt-out of Mother's Day emails to their customer base. So we've Whoa. and they're all using the same language. Okay. So we've got fries. We know Mother's Day and Father's Day can be sensitive times for some. If you'd like to opt out of our emails and push notifications for these holidays, please tap below. Don't worry. You'll still receive all of our other emails. Next, K Jewelers. We're here for you. We know Mother's Day can be a challenging time. What? Yeah. Who's been, Arizona Informer has been collecting these or this is going around? They're collecting them. They've collected a whole bunch of them. There's a lot of them. I, I wanted, I would love to have some of these. To, I'm, yeah, I would love to have this just for my own records too. Yeah. So K Jewelers, we know Mother's Day can be a challenging time, which is why we want to know if you'd rather not receive Mother's Day related emails. Why? Now, every There's time I things. do a Mother's Day greeting or a Father's Day greeting, I make sure that I say, because it's true, some people lost their moms and dads and they're sad, right? So I say, if you've lost a parent or if you've lost your mom, you know, think of her in her memory today, and I'm so sorry, and you know, whatever. Yeah, fine. But everybody's experienced that, okay? We don't need to opt out of emails. That's not what this is, because everybody's experienced that. Now, a note about Mother's Day from DoorDash, Frank. We understand DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. We understand that Mother's Day may be a difficult time for some. Click the button below if you'd prefer to be removed from additional emails and push notifications this year. I wonder if they're going to send this out on uh, on May 20th in preparation for an entire concentrated month of June where we get blasted in the face with gay stuff. Can we opt out of uh, gay month? I, I, it would be great if we could opt out of that and all the other things they're trying to cram down our throats. Here, Nespresso, prefer not to hear about Mother's Day? With Mother's Day coming up, we understand this can be a difficult time of year for some. If you'd like to opt out of Mother's Day emails, you can click below. Levi's, this one really got me going. So Mother's Day is just around the corner. And before we start bombarding you with non-mom-related content, we just wanted to check in first. We know motherhood and all the associated feelings, emotions, and memories can be tricky and even triggering for some people. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, listen. Hey, anybody who, who read... Anybody who was in book club with me uh, last month for Brave New World, you know, you know what this is all heading toward. This is that how they make mother, father, family, uh, pregnancy, and obscenity. This is the start of it. This is the start of it. Ancestry.com. Same thing. Mac Cosmetics. We understand Mother's Day can be a difficult time for some of us. Um, 
milk and honey spa. <laughs> we understand Mother's Day holds a different meaning for everyone and can be a sensitive time for many. No. What does, it mean? What does the different meaning mean? I don't I don't get that. There's only one meaning to Mother's Day, what it's all about. So obviously this is mostly put toward this whole gender madness. Yes, of course. Because we gender have gender madness. <laughs> Thomas Sabo watches. For many people, Mother's Day is an important entry in the calendar, but at the same time we realize that the topic can be difficult or inappropriate for some people. Stitch fix. Wow. And uh, bye-bye, baby, Frank. <laughs> bye-bye, baby. <laughs> this is their only reason for existing, is mothers. This is their only reason for existing. Um, Do you want to opt out of our business? <laughs> I mean, that's just... Through, though Mother's Day is a time to celebrate all the moms in our lives, we understand that for some it can be a really hard day. No! 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 Just no! You know, for a moment there I thought maybe this is uh, this is because so many, ch unfortunately, children have been killed over the last um, couple of years with these um, these daily vitamins. And that Mother's Day, uh, I can see how that would be a nightmare or any kind of reminder or whatever um, to not have any one of your children around because of something you push into their arm. So I was thinking maybe that might be it. But no, this it's just drips of identity issues. They tweeted this morning, leftist response to this threat is the same as the LGBTQ BS. They got big mad that we noticed. They stated it's not happening and we're just conspiracy theorists. They admit it's happening, but why do you even care? Or it's being done for the person's mental or emotional health. Um, like this person right here. Here. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. Really? This is a call to action. You need to arm up. I dare you to try and- There was more to that video. Um, the cops are after that dude now. They found who he is, where he is. Don't go to his Twitter timeline, whatever you do. It is filled with disgusting, terrible, smutty porn. It's gross. Because he's normal. He's sane, everyone, okay? He's a sane human just wanting to use the bathroom. That's all. We're trying to stop him. That's it. All, all he did was reveal the end game a little bit too soon. They're creating They're creating a bunch of, uh, of, of suicide bombers. This is the new jihad. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I have a little bit, a, a few minutes of Matt Walsh destroying one of these people with their own logic that we will watch now because it is masterful what he does here and we have to play it. And then we're going to get into some other stuff. It's a day of questions today, Frank. I have a bunch of questions. Like, Me too. <laughs> not, an, not enough good answers, but a bunch of questions. Here, let's listen to Matt Walsh and his articulate destruction. So women can't get pregnant either. Yeah, but they're still of the nature to get pregnant. The only but reason- But they can't get pregnant. Yes, but Truth they matters, right? It, it does. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Truth matters and they can't okay. get pregnant. I, That's the truth. So how are they still women? Because they are... 
for for this for the same reason for the for the same reason that I that I can rightly say that human beings have two legs. And if a person is born with only one leg, that doesn't call into question the statement that human beings have two legs, okay? A person being born with one leg doesn't mean that now legs are on a spectrum and we can't say we can't say anything at all about how many legs a person has. Who knows? They could have they could be a centipede. You know, they could have a, they could have a hundred legs. No, we know human beings have two legs. If a human is born without two legs, something went wrong. They were supposed to have that second leg. Something went wrong. If you, if you, if you meet a person on the street who only has one leg, maybe, maybe they had an accident. Maybe they were in war. Maybe, maybe, some, you know, maybe they were in a car accident. Maybe they had cancer. A leg was cut off. But you know that something went wrong because of the, by their nature, they're supposed to have two legs. Same thing for a woman. A woman, by her nature, can get pregnant. A man, by his nature, never can. So if you meet a woman of childbearing age, say she's 28 years old, and she can't get pregnant, you know automatically that something has gone wrong. And she can go to the doctor and find out what that thing is, even if they can't fix it. So that proves that women, by their nature, can get pregnant. Because the simple fact that she can't shows you that there is something Wrong. This is what is known as the exception that proves the rule. Whereas if a male with a penis can't get pregnant, no doctor on earth is going to run tests to see what's wrong with him. Because they already know it's that he's a male, and there's only male and female, those who can get pregnant and those who can't. Just so, wait. Just wait. That's it. That's... Oh, man, they cut off the end. Are uh, the... you talking with, with the paramedics? Yes. He yeah, that, that, that's the, this was the video that I was looking for either last week or the week before when we were talking about, uh, I forgot what had come up. I was, this is the, the particular video I was looking for. It was, uh, it's so sad and it's incredible because you got to find that clip. I know. where Because that's where the real slouched shoulder defeat. I'd give up my time I mean, that's where the slouched shoulder defeat sets in. How would you define a woman? I found it. Okay. This guy's commentary over it. I have to find the actual. Hold on. Maybe they were in war. Maybe do something about it. Here we go. So that I'll answer for you. Nothing. That proves that women by their nature can get pregnant because the simple fact the penis can't get pregnant. Here we go. No doctor on earth is going to run tests to see what's wrong with it. Because they already know it's that he's a male and there's Where only male. Was, was it before that? Anyway, he calls him back. He leaves. They say, give him the mic back, please. Bring, bring him back up here. And Matt Walsh says, you're an EMT. If you pick up a trans female for abdominal issues or some kind of horrible issue, and they say to you, I think I'm having a miscarriage, but they have a penis. Are you going to consider that? as one of the things that you're looking into when you're diagnosing this patient and the he's forced to say no he's forced to say no because there's you have to see the body language though Where the body language it? is just it's just incredible because it's 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 a, it's, it's a child you're we're talking about such childlike mentality to see the bubble How would the, you get, get popped and just have to Go just turn, just have to just to hang your head and and walk home, uh, and hoping that you know I just got to get around my friends. My friends believe me when I say I'm a ninja turtle. I have to get back around my friends. Yeah, I mean it, it's real. I'll find it for Wednesday and we'll play it on Wednesday because it is so, it's so telling. The person could not 
sit there and answer that question in the way that they wanted to be able to answer it because it does it's <sighs> okay I want to uplift everybody today though because okay. because it's not oh AZ informers in the chat God bless you guys great job on that thread keep it going um Brandon still where do they publish that thread by the way Twitter I don't know AZ. if it's on truth social it might be on truth yeah. social also, but it's important. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes for everyone. Um, Brandon's still going with Walk Away, Frank. Um, and we've got a Walk Away story today that is so... It's, I was saying on the pre-show, like, I have found... When I was doing the WikiLeaks email, uh, you know, dissection for everybody, like, 50 to 60, even 70% of the audience watching were, were progressive Bernie supporters. And what I've learned about being around progressive people that considered themselves progressive is that they are some of the kindest, most loving, like most, they care about integrity. Like they're really good people. They just disagree with us about how that good should be perpetrated throughout the world. They think government should be taking care of the good. We don't. Now, a lot of them yeah. have come around, but this is one of those people. And I just want you to see this video she made it's a minute and 50 seconds long it's worth every second it's so touching in my opinion anyway i'm so frustrated with where our country is right now and ultimately it makes me really sad i'm a compassionate loving person and they've created so much division in this country there's people i can't even talk to anymore like my family my mother my sisters and just because I don't believe in this narrative and it makes me so sad thank you and that's why I walked away from the left because I believe in truth I believe in justice I believe in our constitution I believe in rights I believe in working hard and what you get in this world is because you work for it. You don't act like a victim. You get what you get because you work hard. Discipline, truth, perseverance, integrity, compassion, respect, joy, and love. What's happened to those things? Fight, fight, fight. I'm in this for the long run. I'm telling you. Thank you. That's my walk away story. She's one of millions and millions and millions that are just not having it anymore. Now we have to get them to do something. <laughs> Like. Yes, we have to get them to all move together, move, relocate to the same spot, and we just have to be uh, neighbors. That's okay. And, and of course, what what are we really asking for? We're just asking for a, a reset to where we can we can uh, we, we can be annoyed with each other for other reasons, like normal Again. reasons, like your normal fence reasons. is too high or your tree is hanging over, like yeah. you know, not oh my god, you've. I was on the plane and there was a woman who 
started talking to me about Florida, telling me how Ron DeSantis is destroying education in Florida. And oh. then she said, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know what your political persuasion is. I shouldn't be talking to you. And I said, talking to you yes. or I sh or I shouldn't I shouldn't have I shouldn't have brought this up basically so that, wantonly right that like I shouldn't have had this conversation I don't know where you stand and I'm like you should want to have this conversation with me if I don't agree with you like I don't hate you because I don't agree with your conclusion that Ron DeSantis is destroying schools we need to talk and then I had her go through her reasons why of which there were really none it never is <laughs> And it never is because why? Because where is she? Where are people like her? She? Where is she getting her her uh, opinions from? She's getting her opinions from people who continue to this day have to go out and create strawman argument for what is actually happening. The fact that the media still to this day calls all the the Florida legislation about um, sexual content in elementary schools the the don't say gay bill. Where it's that's not what this is what they had to make up to be able to make it seem like it was some homophobic, uh, I don't know, an attack on on gay people just to say we're going to leave sexual uh, education to this degree, recreational sexual education to this degree outside of our curriculum. Third grade, you know, it, third grade, you know, it's not like exactly. But 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 it's no 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 no. That would be too reasonable. It's a lot harder to defend or to go out and attack. So you have to call it a "Don't Say Gay" bill, and you have to talk about book bans. We're going to ban book. Meanwhile, these people are trying to edit uh, uh, Roll Dahl and Dr. Seuss. I know for for modern audiences, and they have the 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 audacity to call book bans. They, to to call about the removal of recreational sexual content for children, where there is a whole world of uh, of of magazines and dirty books and everything else just waiting for them once they reach adulthood and they start buying their own stuff. There's a whole world of perversion waiting for them. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it, 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 eventually it's up to you to navigate those waters. But I mean. This is what they go to. They go to book banning and don't say gay. And it's all lies just because they can't defend the actual root here. They actually canceled a gay pride parade in Florida because of the new law that you can't be indecent in front of everyone. And somebody was complaining about that. And I said, um, how about instead of like marching around with their their appendages hanging out and having men in bondage gear on leashes and like all kinds of other sexual degeneracy that goes on at these parades. You hold up your damn pride sign fully clothed like a normal human being and walk down the street. Then you could have all the parades you want. I guess. I mean, even that, uh, I, I'm not even on board with that anymore. I, the whole, the whole idea of, of we need to make ourselves seen pride in our, in our, in, in, cause why are you out there? Sex. We, I mean, so it, it, the whole thing, it means nothing to me anymore. Uh, it, because they destroyed how, it. They destroyed yeah, it. it the, the whole thing. And, and maybe it's always exposed what was what was uh, what Harry Hay and the rest of the Nambla boys had always been uh, hoping was going to be normalized. And they're very, very close to doing that now. But I, I but honestly, yeah, it, it's uh, it's very telling when they say, you know what? 
We can't have children at the parade. We're not going to even do this. Isn't that something? Isn't it something? If kids can't come and watch us engage in the most absolute degenerate acts of se- of sex in front of them, we don't want to do it anymore. That's and, need- and here and here's the thing. I don't. Uh, I I really I really even I I try. I don't know. I it's just so it's just so messy. It's just so messy. Because I, if you want if you want to crawl around in your bedroom like a dog, and have have your uh, your partner walk you around on a leash, do it. Then fine. But <laughs> but th- this 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 whole no, the world needs to know that whole that whole <laughs> that mentality is really sick. Me and Will were trying to figure this out, and we can't because it's unfigurable outable. Where did these were these people always? like this and they just found each other or were, is this really a result of poisoning or like i don't know what's happened i don't know what's happened you, oh goodness it, it, it just it, seems like they're pro- everywhere it progresses like like porn addiction progresses and it does it does you know it, you start you start watching what the, the the you know in sixth seventh grade all of a sudden you have access to a computer and suddenly there's boobs all over the place you're watching slightly different things uh in in senior year of, of college i mean you're not i mean i'm not saying you're going to bestiality but th- everything just things just progress especially if you got the hooks of addiction inside of you and that is just it, it that's just what happens so to see how over the course of generations where this kind of pornographic culture has been ensconced in everything that you can see how we have gone from you know holding hands in the park and not wanting to be judged by being two gay men going for a walk in the park on a may afternoon to thinking that it is oppressive that you're not being allowed to crawl on your hands and knees in a leather dog mask <laughs> in broad daylight that that's oppressive that you're not being allowed to do that in front of children and have children walk you let somebody else hold your your hold your leash there's a progression there it just happens um we're gonna i know that this topic is just it's so important i i it bothers me so much i there's some we need to like really stamp our feet on this because um moving along we're gonna switch topics a little bit i don't know we weren't here last week so i couldn't well friday so i couldn't talk about this um judge who absolutely destroyed ag bragg i mean um da bragg in new york city did you see any of this with the with the jim jordan subpoena uh no Mm. so jim jordan subpoenaed a, a gentleman who worked on the original investigation that they ended up closing off in New York City against Trump, the one that they stopped. He worked on that investigation as not a paid person, but like as a volunteer advisor. And he wrote a book about it, like a tell-all book about this investigation into Donald Trump. And so Jim Jordan subpoenaed him to come in and testify and Bragg fought the subpoena. And this judge... I'm sorry, Bragg fought the subpoena in court asking for a temporary injunction and all kinds of other stuff. And this judge literally put the smackdown on Bragg so hard that I was stunned a New York judge did this. 
some of the things that were said in here, for example, um, Bragg is in, uh, by bringing this action, Bragg is engaging in precisely the type of political theater he claims to fear. Um, the footnotes here, the court notes that the secrecy of grand jury proceedings in the pending criminal case was compromised before an indictment was even announced. Like, Bragg is trying to say the grand jury must stay secret, but they're, like here, the judge is citing CNN reports about what went on in the grand jury, like basically smacking the guy back in the face. Pomerantz has made it abundantly clear that he will seek to comply with Bragg's instructions and to invoke privilege, uh, but he wrote a book about it. The, the DA didn't try to stop the book from coming out, but doesn't want him to testify in front of this committee. The claim defense to deference to the district attorney's command is a surprising about face, particularly given Pomerantz previously declined the district attorney's request to review his book manuscript before publication. Like just the whole thing. She points out everything and then she says, and any other subpoena that's brought, you can't go judge shopping around to find another judge to hear on that subpoena. It has to be under this index number. So she basically said, anytime you have a problem with anything this committee's doing, you have to come to me now. How does this all, to see all of this, I, I guess, I mean, obviously it's, it's real problems that this guy's having. He has, and he's he's so politically um, oriented. All of his action is, is, is very obvious. You either like this kind of overt war this overt kind of warfare or you are a little bit more uh you know you you don't so it's really all just very cult like what do you like what what do you, what are you willing to do to beat beat the perceived enemy mm -hmm. my thing is with all these people coming down on alvin bragg and all this stuff being exposed about him and all this this uh, murkiness how does this affect the trump trial when it event eventually comes to eventually comes to um to, to pass does it have any way of damaging the the validity of anything or there is no validity to to begin with. i i know but, but for obviously there's already a way that the the trump defense team is going to just wholesale attack this thing but can this add more fuel to their fire oh i'm sure absolutely yeah yeah because the the whole thing at issue here frank is that the da used federal funds to run the investigation. And because they use federal funds to run the investigation, Congress has oversight of the investigation. They can draft a law that says you can no longer use federal funds to investigate a president or former president for a local offense. Not that so, you can't- And, and he, he wrote a book, you said? Well, the guy that they're seeking to interview wrote a book, not gotcha. Greg. Yeah. So whatever, that's that. There's more though. Um, something really terrible is going on right now. Hold on. Oh, real quick. Somebody put our, a link to an article we published on Friday into chat GPT. Uh oh, do you want to hear what chat GPT said? Yes. I apologize, but as an AI language model, I cannot access or provide a summary of the article you requested as it is not within my ethical guidelines to engage in political bias or promote disinformation. Uncover DC is a controversial news and opinion website that has been accused of publishing misleading and inaccurate content. It is essential to verify the credibility and accuracy of information sources before accepting their claims. 
Who's accused us? Who? That's the follow-up. Who has accused us? Oh, yes. Maybe I will sue ChatGPT. Well, that's the whole point. Um, who, who do you sue at that point? J just like when the when New York Police Department rolls out DigiDog as their what? new police force. Yeah. Who, who do you sue when it starts killing a bunch of minorities? I guess, I it guess, I guess I, we can say we've all made it, but what the, I said, what in the ever living is I know, this? When, when even the artificial intelligence so-called <laughs> comes after you. <laughs> I'm in deep trouble, Frank. <laughs> I know, the minority report, it's gonna be some drone hovering outside your bedroom window tonight. I haven't looked up. Someone in the chat asked if I've looked up Uncover DC on Wikipedia. Do we have a Wikipedia entry? Oh, let's go see. Hold on. Uncover DC Wikipedia. Oh, please. Please. No. No, I don't have one. No. That's unfortunate. That would have if... been really great. I cuz I I could I could I could have written that on behalf of Wikipedia. And it would have been so easy. I don't have one either. What would you have said? Oh, well, you, all you do, I mean, you just lay in how it's uh, uh, right wing, uh, right wing ex extremism, ties to right wing extremism. <laughs> you have to drop QAnon in there. You have to oh, do. Oh, yes. You have to do conspiracy. Uh, uh, and you also have to go into the, the bullpen of writers to see how you can lump them together in a certain category. Um, election denialism, vaccine denialism, uh, you know, a whole a, a side section of, of a, a really reductive bio about you in particular. Maybe a little footnote about about uh, un, uh, about this show, though I won't be in, in uh, I won't be named in there because nobody ever talks about me being a uh, a, a co-host which is weird but uh, yeah I, I never included it <laughs> i never included it any of you might want to be happy about that given what i deal with on a daily basis i mean yeah maybe maybe i i just i just deal with it it's fine i mean there's a lot of people that comment that would never watch the show if it was just me so oh they make it known too they make it's it all, known. it's all good hey well hopefully some of those people become a sponsor <laughs> Yeah, you want the people who hate me to be your sponsors. That's exactly what you Hey, mean. if you hate Tracy, please sponsor this show. It's just like you would just think about me and sponsor the show, and it'll be like you and me against her. Okay. Um, there is something really crazy going on that is like waking up people that that never would have probably opened their eyes before and still, for some reason, I think have a little bit of uh, – Cling to normalcy. Matt Taibbi and um, Michael Schellenberger are really going through the ringer right now. Okay, they're coming. The, that MSNBC host who did this whole supposed debunk of the Twitter files and CISA working with, you know, outside outside groups to um, censor American speech. They are now. They went to the committee, and the committee is threatening Matt Taibbi with prison time for, quote, lying under oath to her, in her it, to them in their testimony, of which they didn't lie. So not only did the IRS visit him the day that he was sitting there in front of the committee, but also they're coming after him with the law saying, you, you know, this is punishable by five years in prison, by the way. So I said, oh, look, it's Spygate 2.0, but the targets are different. 
Now it's just journalists. Corporate journalists are going after independent journalists who are telling the truth because it doesn't match the intelligence community's line that they've been fed to say is propaganda to the rest of us. So they put this six-minute video out, which is really quite good if you wanted to watch it, um, about how you, they they basically say, we're not stopping. There's a lot more we've got. We've got a ton about Ukraine and all kinds of stuff, and it's all coming out. So... Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. I saw this getting kicked around uh, yesterday. Ray Epps' daughter states that her adopted father, Ray Epps, is a uh, an abuser. I haven't you see that? No. That, I, I don't know if it was confirmed, but it went it went around like wildfire. No, I didn't see it. I, I, and, you know, I haven't. Everybody was asking if we we're going to talk about Ray Epps today. And the answer is no, only because I didn't see the 60 Minutes interview yet. To be able to like say this is absolutely you don't need to the fact that a 60 minute interview was done happened it's done you don't <laughs> they do not circle the wagons around someone like this when they have gone after people for merely being setting foot on campus and not even being in the damn building the what they have the what they have unleashed on people who have done objectively minuscule things in yeah. comparison you don't even need to watch it I don't know why anybody spent time doing it. Well, I, I need to watch it just because I need to. But um, you're right. And, you know, like there have been grandmas with cancer who have been like thrown into jail cells for standing there with their little American flag. And this guy is like, we're going to go to the Capitol and take it over. And he gets it. It's just nonsense. Like the New York Times is doing feature pieces on him. That's enough to tell you everything you need. Oh, did you see this, Frank? You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've, I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety. And <laughs> yeah, I covered I covered that from the, uh, the 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 Snow White Witch. Uh, Rosa DeLauro hands out her red apples inside of the chamber every night. That's it. And again, we're, we're living in, this is so outrageous in a time of such genderlessness because <laughs> what are you talking, uh, you know, does she know that crash test dummies are pillows? Does she know that there's no such thing as a woman? I mean, how do you use female dummies if you won't even identify what a female is in the first place you and and what is it like a, a guy can't be five foot three and 135 pounds soaking wet a woman can't be six foot tall and 175 pounds it's just a pillow with a plastic head <laughs> it, 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 and, and like i said the fact that she spent time she probably handwritten hand wrote this letter and and they're probably going to uh they're probably going to Deploy. indulge her. Yeah, they're you... probably going to indulge her and put a wig on top of an old crash test dummy and say that equity has been achieved. I just want to tell everybody how you can identify the loonies who are in Congress immediately. It's this. Hold on. Out of the use of female uh, dummy. Do you hear the jingle? The jingle of little like witch bracelets and jingle of rings. And I'm glad you brought that up too because I said uh, oh, I was talking. <laughs> When I was listening to this on my Friday or Thursday night show, I said, and if you're if, if you're in podcast land, you're wondering what that jingling sound is. 
it's all it's all the tag sale jewelry that she picked up <laughs> she picked up along the way she, she's she's a mess my gosh we need to um move to oh yeah florida pride cancel uh, florida pride parade canceled after desantis tells participants they have to keep their clothes on in front of kids we have something really serious to talk about, though. On Thursday, I got an email from the family of a man who is stuck in Sudan. And if you guys don't know what's going on in Sudan right now, there is a nasty, quote, civil war going on, okay? this There's 16,000 or so Americans who are stuck there with literally zero goose eggs assistance from the American government they came in and got rid of all their bureaucrats and left the American citizens there. At this point, the only people that are helping the American citizens from what we can gather are the French. Now, Wendy wrote this column. She's been working on this all weekend. She's been busting her hump. She's got a bunch of threads up on Twitter. Um, but we've got pictures from this person who is stuck in Sudan of what they're seeing around them. Um, some of them are graphic and they're in the gallery in the article, but you guys have to go and read this article that came out on Friday because, see, you can see some of the carnage here in this picture um, that the person was able to photograph. But there's more going on here than meets the eye. There's a whole thread that Wendy did on this. Um, the U.S. Embassy is literally absent, okay? They're saying shelter in place, go down to a low floor and just pray, basically. You're not, go you we're not coming in to help you. Um... Please stop fighting, guys. Please stop fighting. The, the problem is, if you don't have diplomatic immunity, you're stuck there and they're not doing crap to help you get home. And, and, and it's a brutal conflict. Here's some legacy media reporting finally on the subject. Breaking news overnight. A dramatic military operation in Africa to rescue U.S. diplomats and their families from the war-torn capital of Sudan. Nearly 100 people were airlifted from the U.S. Embassy in Khartoum under the cover of darkness and with the protection of more than 100 U.S. Special Operations Forces. Three Chinook helicopters were on the ground in Sudan. But screw the, set, screw the citizens, Frank. Screw the American citizens over there on work assignment or whatever, for whatever reason they're over there. This is interesting, though. We're there. It's our own doing. I'm going to call it right now that it's our own doing that this is even happening. Who's the one person that you would assume would be involved in this if it were our own doing? It's, it's a person also involved in Ukraine. Newland? Yes. I heard about her again. And, and of course, it's because Sudan is uh, friendly to Russian cause yes. right now. So August 24th, 2022, someone put a, t a, a timeline together. V. Rosen. I don't know who this is, but thank you for the timeline. U.S. ambassador is appointed to Sudan following a 25-year year lapse. On the 28th of September in 2022, the ambassador warned Sudan against finalizing Russian naval base deal. The 11th of November, Blinken urges Sudan to consider U.S. support for the rapid formation of a civilian-led transitional government. On December 5th, UN brokers framework agreement between Sudan's military leaders and leading pro-democracy parties. On the 7th, Blinken threatens travel ban for the Sudanese who endanger the framework agreement deal. February 12th, 2023, Sudan confirms deal for Russian naval base, key players Lavrov and Burin. 
February 16th, Biden admin, admin sends $288 million in humanitarian aid over to Sudan. March 9th, Newland visits Sudan to, quote, discuss democracy. April 8th, 2023, conflict escalates between the Sudanese armed forces under General Baran and paramilitary military groups under Dagalo. And then on April 22nd, the U.S. evacuates Sudan of all the people they deem to be important enough while leaving American citizens there to fend for themselves in this obviously orchestrated destabilization of Sudan. Victoria Newland is a walking crime against humanity. Listen to, to this clip. It's going to blow your mind. Thank you, Kanakoa, for sharing it here. The same brutal private Wagner mercenary army that is accused of committing war crimes uh, in Ukraine appears to be putting its thumbs on the scales of the unrest in Sudan as well. The same brutal... So, February, Sudan announced a Russian naval base. April, Sudan faces violent coup attempt. CNN, Russia seeks to topple Sudan's government for agreeing to construct a Russian naval base. They're trying to blame it on Russia, but they're really an ally of Russia, in quotes, I guess. Th this is, it's just, and this stems from the whole uh, Taibi thing we talked about because they only want you to hear what they want you to hear. And if you're saying something different, you are enemy, public enemy number one, and they will come for you with the full force and power of whatever they have. Which leads me to RFK Jr. He was on Tucker. Let's listen to what he has to say about Ukraine. Speech was this corrupt merger of state and corporate power, which has, uh, which has gotten, uh, which is turning our country into a corporate kleptocracy into a system of socialism for the rich and this kind of a cushy socialism for the rich and this kind of brutal, um, merciless capitalism for the poor. Uh, it keeps us in a state of war. It bails out banks at the same time that it, it, you know, this month, last month, the United States government told 30 million people it was cutting their welfare, their food stamp checks by 90%. It took it took 15 million people off of Medicare the same month it gave 300 million dollars to the Silicon Valley Bank and tapped up the cost of the Ukraine war to 113 billion. We're sending 113 billion to the Ukraine. The entire budget of EPA is 12 billion. The budget of CDC is 11 billion. We have 57% of American citizens could not put their hands on $1,000 if they have an emergency. A quarter of our citizens are hungry. So we're cutting welfare and food stamps by 90%. And we're paying and we're bailing out the bankers. We're paying for a war that, you know, we, you know, we can't afford. Now, he says more about it in this interview. And we're not going to agree on welfare. He's a Democrat. We're not going to agree on him with a lot of things. However... He speaks out about things that the Biden administration certainly doesn't want Democrats hearing, which is why there will be no debates this year. <laughs> They're not going to do, there's not going to be any primary debates. No primary debates for Joe Biden. None. No, uh, no, 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 wait. They're not, they're not allowing them to happen or Joe Biden will not be present. He's just too busy. The DNC says there will be no debates. There'll be, let's see here. Oh, I just found one from PJ Media. 
That's Washington what Post reported Thursday the National Democratic Party has said it will support Biden's reelection and has no plans to sponsor primary debates. So it's it's understandable the Dems have a president of sorts, and so they're counting on the power of incumbency to help their super uh, super annuated kleptocrat get over the top again. Wow. However, it's also immensely disappointing. Biden has two challengers. He immediately, when he announced, had the support, RFK, of 14% of voters who backed Biden in 2020. That's so significant. How do you not stand by debates? 14% of anything. When he just announced, he didn't even do anything. He just announced he was running. 14% of Democrats who supported Biden now support him. 14% before a thing happens. So the only place that RFK is going to get any press is on the conservative side, unless they're trying to destroy him. He actually came out and walked back his apology about the whole, quote, Nazi thing they tried to pin on him and said that he only apologized because he was worried for his family because he didn't say the things that they said that he said. So, yeah. No debates. And I was going to bring this up with uh, Rich Barris tonight, too. I wonder what Rich uh, has to say about him. I know. I know. Well, I, I mean, he'd be able to just get down into, like, the reality of the numbers there. I'll ask him what his personal opinion is, but it'd be interesting. I think Man. It, it would be incredible or crazy. It would be the craziest presidential season of all time if RFK is successful on the left. And then whoever is the nominee for president on the right picks him up as the VP. I heard, I heard that, I, I, and that was that was pretty much thrown out there by by Roger Stone. For that Trump, would be, yeah. But I, you know, I don't, I don't know how 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 well that would go over if it was just he was just trying to rile people up. I hey, I I would like I said from a television standpoint, I would love it. It would be interesting. But, I just want to watch. I just want to watch. I want to grab the popcorn and I just want to watch what happens on the left. With RFK running for president. Yeah. Because because remember, no matter who is is elected, that doesn't stop bye bye baby no. from saying, listen, everybody, we know that Mother's Day is very triggering. That's the real issue now with us. There is no other issue that could ever be addressed if that is the mental state that we're in. So I, I mean all 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 this all this twenty twenty four nonsense. Cultural it, war it really, is important. It's very exactly. important. It's it's like it's just about how good is the te- the television going to be. That culture war has to be the driver for people to wake up to all the other crap. It has to be because I'm telling you right now, there's a very small minority of people who are on board with this crap. Very small. Um at the same time, there's this investigation going on into Biden with with banks turning over financial records and all kinds of stuff. James Comer is talk about not wanting to debate here here he is so they were trying to make it look like the numbers were lower because they were dispersing money to other family members how many family members were involved right well right now we have nine but i believe in the end that number will be at least 12. i mean this was the biden family uh influence peddling scheme. And, and, you know, when people say, well, they were involved in ventures around the world, I haven't found a legitimate business on the Biden end, Maria. I found legitimate businesses 
that uh, that were paying the LLCs that were then turning around and laundering the money back to the Bidens. But I haven't found any legitimate business dealings on the Biden end. Uh, it looks like if there was a legitimate business dealing in any of these LLCs, it was influence peddling. And of course, we can't talk about that. Shh, we're not, we're, we're owned by God knows what other countries. The, 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 the absolute- It's organizations, organizations own countries. And we are being systematically destroyed from within. And if you don't realize that, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta open your eyes. It, if you think this is all by accident and it's just all happening at the same time as some sheer coincidence, Yes, just like if you think that that uh, all of a sudden Clarence Thomas is Clarence Thomas is is being uh, legitimately reviewed in an ethical standpoint, an ethics review by the most unethical creatures on earth. Like they're not trying to take out one of the only voices of sanity in the judicial system. We're going to jump back to something a little bit more lighthearted to to end the show. We're going to talk about the Twitter check purge of the weekend because it just gives you an insight into the mental status of some of these people. This person claims she's a former Democratic staffer. Everybody, just take a deep breath. Um, it's a minute long. I know it's gonna be hard because this is insane, but just listen to her. About why removing the blue check marks on Twitter is actually really dangerous. So my name is Cassie and I'm a former political communications director and I used to- Stop talking, <laughs> get out. You see, I would love to have, I would love to have one of those those nighttime talk shows where somebody sits down and you're like, no, stop, get her out of here, just get out. I don't care what your voice is grating. It's over. I don't care what you're even talking about. Somebody invalid. Said, somebody said that they didn't like my voice. That it sounds like it's nails on a chalkboard. It made me kind of sad. Well, you got to work on that, I guess. Do I sound horrible? I don't think I said right. Like no, this. right now you sound very sweet. Sometimes I'm angry, but I mean, how do you talk about this? And how do you live in this for 24 hours a day and not? You know, I got some like results back, my like cholesterol and all that kind of stuff. And I was doing a little research to figure out, like, hey, why is this a little high? Why is this a little low? How's your A1C? I don't know. I didn't get tested. Okay. Stress causes cortisol, which causes high triglycerides and high cholesterol. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Well, listen, here, here's what you can do. Whenever you're feeling angry about something, tell me and I'll express the anger for you. Okay, that'll be great. You can be my proxy. Here we go. Hold on. To run communications for elected officials, right? And during times of crisis, information is traveling. It's not just traveling through government email, right? That's actually really freaking slow. It's traveling often through text and through Twitter, especially among elected officials and their staff and reporters and public safety information officers, right? So oftentimes right. as staff right. of elected officials, right. we would be finding out right. crucial information about breaking news situations from Twitter. And we need to know which reporters are legit. We need to know which organizations are legit because we don't memorize get her some oxygen please get her some oxygen so is citizen, she breathing through her skin like a frog citizen free press said this democrat needs to cut back on the adderall my gosh <laughs> so she's basically making the case that without the blue check people will die yeah like this one this journalist here, Elon thinks this is a funny joke. As a former verified account who lost their blue check mark, I know how dangerous this really is. People is. are going to die. Yep. I know. 
They're all. I, I'm surprised that there's anybody left to die after all the people have been killed by guns. This, I, I'm surprised that there's anybody left to be killed by the blue check marks, <laughs> because the, we've already died from a net neutrality. You, you remember how many tens of millions died because of that? Yes. I mean, we have been we have been decimated. By... We have been decimated. Climate change. Oh, er, I so... nearly I nearly died yesterday because of climate change. You know, I I had to save someone from themselves yesterday because of climate change, Frank. It was traumatizing. Very bad. So, of course, the real issue here, as we all know, is they just want their tiaras back. The blue check was their little, it was their princess crown. They they want their tiaras back. That's that's all it is. Nobody ever talks about the actual really useful features that come along with Twitter Blue. I I wish that I can have an option of taking the check mark off. I don't care about that. I wanted the upload time. I wanted the longer uh, writing space. Yep. I wanted, I, you know, I wanted the edit button. I like all the all the features. It's a great business move. They just want their tiaras back. Well, they are obsessed with having any any sign of uh, what, a, no, a title of nobility, no matter how insignificant it may be. So, so Carpe Donctum started a GoFundMe to raise the money to buy the check marks for the blue check people. And then Elon Musk started returning them to people and they started saying, I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this. This isn't mine. I didn't get this for myself. It's just back. Please, please don't think that I bought this check mark. Hold on. Hold on. Funny. That's funny. I I saw the memes, uh, like the Alyssa Milano memes about where you know, you'll see like tax the rich. They always love talking about taxing the rich. And then you throw an $8 monthly monthly uh something at them and their eyes go red so yeah they're all they're all like this wasn't me i didn't do this stephen king i didn't buy this i didn't do this guys i'm still i'm still like so do you want it or do you not want it ass i'm still a rebel i'm still a rebel like you normal people you lowly people don't worry we're on the same page i I wouldn't (laughs) i said to elon yesterday um because he tweeted and I said yesterday that um, he should stop paying attention to all of those losers and please get my subscriptions up and running <laughs> so I can make you some more money, Elon. Please. Do you do you have do you have an in with him? Like do you guys does he follow you? Do you guys text? No. Of course. Oh, not. you never had like a you can't DM him or anything no. like that? No. Okay. I'm not that important. Come on now. Well, it's not about important. I know that he's been, you know, he carouses with the common folk a little bit more than most people do. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, Somebody just said, I'm assuming someone doesn't like Trump in this chat. I'm here to officially tell you that Trump is awesome. He paid for my honeymoon back in 07 before he even thought about running. Well, that's a cool story. I wish you paid for my honeymoon. I didn't because I didn't have. I pretty much didn't have one. We we drove around, and it was a lot of fun. But I'd love. I would have loved to have gone away with Lauren for a little while. I didn't have a honeymoon either until one the, day this past summer. I I had th- three days alone with my husband, which was nice for the first time in sixteen or seventeen years. That was nice. Um, what else we got? We got one minute. That's it. We're going to talk about King Randall on Wednesday. I got a bunch of stuff we can carry over. It was a busy, busy Monday show. 
Um, he's, he's a great guy. He's been on my show before. You should get him on here. We've written three or four articles about him. We have contact with him. Um, get him on. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, the, the kid's amazing. King Randall's his name. Um, he has a video where he's he's basically being attacked as not really being black because he refuses to blame white people for black people's problems. And he's speaking out against that now. Um, he shared a Malcolm X quote and they attacked him for it. it it's weird. But... He's speaking out and he's he's getting loud. He basically set up a bunch a school for young black boys to come and learn how to be men. And it's great. And he's doing it with no federal help, no local government help, no government help at all actually. He's funded the whole thing through private charity. And he's what? 22? I think he's 22. He's yeah, he's he's pretty young. Yeah. We've written a couple columns about him because I saw him briefly flash across my timeline a couple years ago and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Anyway, you have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You can find us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Getter, and also live on Twitter. And do not forget to watch Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Quite frankly.tv or on Rumble. And we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Later. <laughs>